The Dave Plyer Show on 720 WGN. In Chicago, at Tribune Tower, the newspaper's colorful editor and publisher, Colonel Robert McCormick, was enamored with a new mass medium. Colonel McCormick, who ran the Chicago Tribune, was always very interested in these new mediums that were coming about. We are therefore undertaking our adventure to television at the earliest possible moment. We're setting out as soon as we can. We're going as far as we're able. Television was in its infancy. In our Chicago School of Television exhibit, so much of it is is WGN-TV. So. Museum of Broadcast Communication Chairman Dave Plyer says Chicago, the crossroads of America, was becoming a center of the grand experiment. Where television was going to go was still quite unknown. In the early 1940s, WBKB became Chicago's first commercial station, and in March of 1948, Channel 9 became the second city's second commercial television station with its first experimental telecast, the Golden Gloves Boxing Tournament, broadcast from the organ loft at Chicago Stadium. Hooked up all the equipment and did 48 consecutive Golden Glove bouts uh, out of the Chicago Stadium on March 3rd. Tribune executives decided to name the station after the Chicago Tribune's masthead slogan, World's Greatest Newspaper. In Chicago, People knew what WGN Radio was all about. They actually played with a couple different names, uh, call letters for WGN. It was WGNB, and they just said, look, we already have the name. It's already on the moniker on the newspaper. It's already on the radio station. Let's just make this one big happy family and call it WGN. About one month after broadcasting boxing, on April 5th, 1948, WGN-TV began in earnest with a two-hour premiere live from the WGN Radio Theater at Tribune Tower hosted by a fresh face with a familiar voice. Jack Brickhouse was the first face of WGN-TV, and he already was on WGN Radio for many, many years. It was the first official telecast on Channel 9. You are listening to station WGN. Quiet, please. In exactly 15 seconds, we'll be on the air. This is exciting, isn't it? In five, four, three, two. Making the most of the moment, that's the way you are. We've been living life right with you, sharing good times, we've come far. We're a part of Chicago, Chicago. a city filled with pride. Growing up together, with a good feeling that grows from inside. Filled with pride, when you turn to us, welcome home. Welcome Chicago's very own Channel 9. Keeping in touch with tomorrow, look at the lineup is fall. More movies, news, sports, and fun. See us, we got it all. When you turn to us, welcome home. Welcome home. We belong to Chicago. Chicago's channel. Chicago's channel. It's 75th anniversary of WGN TV this year. Mike Lowe from WGN TV has put together some really remarkable footage and reporting every Thursday night at the 9 o'clock news and throughout the week. And Mike joins us in studio. How are you doing, pal? I'm doing great. It's great to be at WGN Radio. The studio is magnificent. Isn't this great? Yeah. Isn't this great? So you said you were here once before? I was here once before. Uh, Did they let you pass the lobby? Just in the lobby, yeah. <laughs> That's nice of them. <laughs> I guess you got to be a guest. You yes, know you somebody. do. You have to know some people. <laughs> you do. Well, you know, I've been watching the last few weeks, and, and I know I've been part of it the last few weeks, but I know how much work you have done, and that has gone into everything so far, but it must be a lot of fun, too. 
This has been really one of my favorite projects that I've ever gotten. We were talking about how, kind of the origin of how it happened. My boss a few months ago, this was last year, said we've got the 75th anniversary. You know, in the past we've done a one-hour or two-hour special yeah. to mark like the 40th, 50th, yeah. 60th. But this year we want to do something different and celebrate it in the weeks for the entire year leading yeah. up to the April anniversary. Would you be interested in doing... 14 oh, yeah. <laughs> stories on I think this. That's great. And so we came up with some ideas, um, not just decade by decade, but kind of highlighting interesting slices of the WGN story, the WGN history. And uh, I think you were the first person we interviewed. And I, I was looking back, that was all the way back in October. It was. So, God, was it, I thought it was December. Was it October? It was October. Yeah, all right. So we, From a museum perspective. Yes, yeah, yeah, yes. yeah. We talked to you as, in your role as the uh, chairman of the uh, Museum of Broadcast Communication. Right, right. And, right. One of the foremost historians of... Oh, yeah, that's me. No, it's George Pappas at WGN Television. He is the big historian. He knows it all. George Pappas knows it all. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah. but your insight has been oh, invaluable cool. in this. And uh, you mentioned you've been in a couple of these already, and you'll be uh, in several more. That's cool. No, that's very cool. I appreciate that. I'm honored to do it, by the way. Um, you know, we covered a lot of topics, though. I mean, we, we did. I mean, we may have talked for an hour or whatever it might have been, but... There's been three features already, and if you haven't seen them, you can get them at WGNTV.com. There's a 75th area you can get to on that, right? Yeah. But the first report a few weeks ago was about the, because I want people to watch the old ones too, um, the, the very early days of WGN. Yeah, this traced all the way back to the transition from radio to TV. So we unfortunately don't have footage of yeah. the very first broadcast, but yeah. there are still photos that we were able to use. Uh, we found recordings of... Uh, Colonel Robert McCormick yeah. uh, talking about wow. ta taking this adventure into television mm -hmm. and going as far as we're possibly able to. Yeah. Uh, so that was part of the first one. But what really surprised me as somebody who, and I think most of the viewers of Channel 9, most Chicagoans certainly identify Channel 9 for the Bozo Show and yes. the Cubs. That's right. But what I didn't realize was how much the station did before Oh, yeah. Those those things. I mean, the Cubs oh, yeah. were virtually a part of the station yeah. uh, from the beginning, but we were pioneers yeah. in in programming, in technology. Uh, I mean, to talk about the, the nation's true. first quiz show was produced yeah. by WGN. The That's first right. beauty pageant yeah. ever on television yeah. was WGN. Yeah. Uh, the first courtroom drama yeah. was ever, <laughs> ever That's right. on, on Channel 9 and on and on down the list. And, and we talked, you know, you mentioned almost as an offhand remark at the end of our interview, the floating studio. Yeah. Um, so the Tribute Tower is where radio was for forever and ever. And but you'd get the bounces of the trucks and stuff. So, yeah, please explain that story. Yeah. So you're in the middle of a city like Chicago, especially on Michigan Avenue, a very busy stretch of road. You hear the rumbles of trucks. You hear people going by. You hear clatter mm -hmm. and all kinds of things. They had to sound isolate the yeah. studio. And that had never been done before. This is the infancy of television. So. Uh, engineers at Channel 9 came up with this idea to use vinyl bags filled with air. <laughs> Sounds so bizarre. But <laughs> it yeah. really does. And it's still yeah. the technique basically used today. Yeah. Uh, and yeah. so that, that was something that was adopted by television stations around the country, innovated here in Chicago. We only programmed, TV only programmed about 45 hours a week, seven days a week. And I do remember as a kid when it was a huge promotion on GNTV when they went 24 hours a day. That was huge because there would be a sign off. You'd, you, there would be. I think it was the national anthem either got you out or got you in to the to the evening. But then you got static or it was just the off test the air. The test pattern, which is crazy, but that's how every TV station operated. There was no twenty four hours a day. We found an old video. Um, 
where somebody was talking about uh, the test pattern um, and how even just watching that, seeing seeing a, yeah. a, a test pattern was yeah. like revolutionary. Yeah. Coming in, th- this is before we had 100 channels or yeah. 300 channels. Yeah. Just having a signal come into your living room of anything was really marvelous. And we pride ourselves for being an independent station, GNTV. But it wasn't always that way. Like in the beginning, we had network affiliations. We shared it with CBS. We we had the Dumont Television Network, which is a short-lived network. But we also produced a ton of shows that went national. So uh, the Chicago Symphony, Chicagoland Mystery Players, music from Chicago. They stand accused, talking about the courtroom dramas, Windy City Jamboree. That went all. That was all throughout the country. And one of the things you talked about also in I think the second report was about music on on television because music was a big threat of radio but that was a big part of programming back in the early days in those first er, the very early days of of tv they really didn't know what they were doing and so as i think you pointed out in in one of in the interview we did is they were doing radio on tv that's what yeah and then as they got more and more ideas or decided to take things out and do remote broadcasts uh they partnered with WGN partnered with the Chicago Symphony Orchestra. So yeah. you have these two great institutions in Chicago coming together and they created a magical TV show that ended up winning the Peabody Award yeah. uh, as a prestige program that heightened and elevated television, bringing this what you think of as kind of highbrow music to yeah. the masses. Yeah. And uh, that was syndicated internationally. They That's even did a, a show from yeah. Paris um, and really captured some of those performances. Now, I have to tell you, the footage you saw in that report was not in the WGN archives. Yeah, where'd you find that? The uh, CSO kept all oh, the tapes. That's right. And that's so right. we, we went up yeah. to the yeah. Rosenthal archives. A lot of, you know, wow. that's something no one really gets access yeah. to. But because it was WGN and we have, you know, we produced it, they they gave us some of the tape to, to they, they were in good shape from what I saw. Yes. Yeah. 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 They, they, you know, they, they have those Rosenthal archives at the CSO are climate controlled and they've kept everything pristine that's true so. that's true yeah. we had an orchestra uh, the wgn orchestra it started in radio um but it was the 1930s i think bob and bob trendler mr bob bozo circus was the guy but then he also transferred to television as well he was part of so many of those programs we going back through the archives uh so many of the programs revolved around music had the orchestra or right. a band component uh there was a show called international cafe um, which That's was right. they build it as a weekly menu of ethnic uh, dancing and performances, and you had the band in there. And, and Bob Trendler um, was a part of almost all of the shows that involved music. And people my age, people maybe yeah. <laughs> in that era, remember yeah. him for being Mr. Bob on the Bozo Show. That was like his before retirement job. That was like his last thing. The last, the thing last did, thing right. that he did. Absolutely. We're talking to WGN TV's Mike Lowe about their 75th anniversary at WGN and. Features are airing right now through April on the 9 o'clock news, and there's more with them next on 720 WGN. This program originated in Chicago. Bozo Circus is on the air. Another Sunday presentation of family classics. Our show is on the air every morning here at Channel 9. This is WGN Television 9 in Chicago. Jack Rickhouse back with you once again. Harry Carey, it's a beautiful day for Blackhawks hockey on good old Channel 9. Tom Skillet becomes a member of the News 9 team. We'll see you tonight on the 9 o'clock news. I'm Micah Materi. And I'm Ray Corpass. The whole world is watching Chicago tonight on this day. Who's your favorite clown? Hey, hi, Cookie. Are you, Are you kidding, kidding me? me? Hey! You can't put it on the board. Yeah! Shot 
This is the story of WGN. Chicago's very own. Hold that smile. There's a lot to smile about. I can't You're too young for this, Mike Love. Probably. <laughs> a little too young. <laughs> Whenever it predates me a little bit, yeah. Mike Love's here from WGN TV in studio. We're talking about WGN TV's 75th anniversary and all the reporting and features he's doing on the 9 o'clock news on Thursday nights, which have been great. But the slogans, we did Chicago's very own, Hold That Smile, that was a big part of the landscape of WGN as well over the years. Yeah, so in the early 80s, the, the news division had a slogan WGN and you. And then for children's programming, there was Hold That Smile. And right. that's that's the one that people remember oh, yeah. with Lots of memories. Bozo going crazy oh, yeah. and kind of leading the Grand March that's through right. the city. Yeah. And in 1983, leading into 1984, station executives looked at those slogans and said, they're fine, but they're a little fleeting. They're not, they didn't stick with you. And so they, they put kind of a, a call out to advertising agencies and said, who can come up with... Um, a new slogan for for Channel 9. And the team that got it was from Eisman, Johns, and Laws, and a guy named Mike Watercott. Uh, He came up with Chicago's very own. And you know how he did it. (laughs) They were struggling to come up with something that would capture Chicago. And he and his his creative partner uh, at the agency went to Sue Casa on Ontario. Oh, get out. And they had a bunch of margaritas (laughs) and literally... Cocktail napkins? Cocktail napkins. (laughs) They were jotting things down on cocktail napkins. One of them was WGN here, there, everywhere. Mm -hmm. Uh, Another one was only the best. And then right in the middle, it was Chicago's very own. And they were like, that's it. Do we have that cocktail napkin still? The cocktail napkin exists. Get out of here. We went to go see the guy, Mike Watercott, in... North Carolina. He's retired wow. now. He lived in Evanston for, wow. for years. And so we'll have that, that kind of colorful story. And then I love that. all the, uh, how they got Lou Rawls. They said, you know, a, the jingle for Chicago should really have some soul. Almost like we need a Lou Rawls sound alike. And somebody in the meeting That's said, what always happens. Somebody said, well, why Rawls? don't we try to get Lou Rawls? <laughs> and at the great. time, Lou Rawls was a three-time Grammy Award winner. And he was doing Budweiser's national campaign. And so they're like, how are we going to get Lou Rawls? Lou Rawls wanted to do it for Channel 9. Oh, that's great. He charged $25,000, which in those days was a lot, and it his expenses. Yeah. They said it took him 15 minutes to record the jingle, and that was... <laughs> sure, which is recorded. You can see it on YouTube, the yes. original recording yes. and stuff. Wow, that's cool. Well, you did Jack Brickhouse last night, who was Mr. Everything. I mean, he he was he was the guy that called, not only called all the games, but but interviewed presidents and, and, and popes, but other things you have coming up, how the Superstation came to be. Uh, how the news department covered the city. Uh, We went through uh, the photographer slash editor that I'm working with, who you met when we interviewed you, uh, Kevin Dolman and I have been going through the archives. We said we should really give ourselves a couple days to go through these tapes. We were like a couple days. Yeah, we were like, (laughs) uh, we actually might need a couple weeks. Uh, We actually might need more than that. So we've gone through basically 75 years of stuff. And what we wanted to do, especially in the news coverage uh, piece that'll be airing in a few weeks um was not just rehash all the stuff you've seen over and over yeah, right, again right but show like how we cover you know whether it's man on the street yeah. interviews about yeah. uh, the weather just just showing the different uh 
news sets and uh, what what we were doing in terms of uh, innovating things in the news. You know, we were the first uh, station in Chicago to have a newscast. It was called the Chicago Land Newsreel. That's right. That's and right. it eventually became Nightbeat, which was another very popular that's program right. that aired like overnights. But reels, that's what you would see in the movie. So it was a great connection to people that would go watch their newsreels before their movie and so forth as well. And you got Phil Donahue, you got Harry Carey, and of course, children's programming, which I'm sure Dean will be a big part of. But it's every Thursday night during the nine o'clock news. They are really great. It's footage. I, you know, I've seen a lot of footage. There's footage I haven't seen. So well done. I mean, you've done a great job. It's it's, it's Chicago history, and I always tell people there is no television station in the country that means as much to its city I think so. as WGN means to Chicago. I think you're right. I think you're right. Mike Lowe, thanks, buddy. Appreciate it.